I speak a lot about uh, the reasons why we cannot stop having identity politics. We can't allow those who try to use or use the word identity politics as some sort of a slur, as some sort of a pejorative to, to take hold. We just can't. Because as long as, like I say on the show all of the times, as long as different identities have different identity-specific issues affecting them, you cannot get away from identity politics. And Meghan McCain tried to do something quite silly on The View recently, and you know who really took a good look at it and and actually put it completely into perspective? Tiffany, Tiffany Cross. I love that it, it is so important that we get different voices on TV because it, it is evident that unless you have different voices, the necessary pushback to keep the entire population educated is not there. Tiffany Cross did a great job in schooling uh, Megan McCain here. Take a look at this and then we'll take it on the other side. I have a quick conversation about identity politics, Megan McCain. McCain decided to chide Senators Tammy Duckworth and Maisie Hirono, who expressed their frustration over the Biden administration's shortage of senior Asian Americans. They initially said they would no longer support many of President Biden's nominees before backing off after receiving assurances from the Biden administration that it would elevate Asian American voices. In response, McCain, whose talent, as far as I can tell, is finding great black hairstylists and benefiting from nepotism, had this to say. We've only had one Asian American host co-host this show. So does that mean that one of us should be leaving at some point because there's not enough representation? There, we're talking about is identity politics more important than qualifications of a job? Uh, Yes, one of you should definitely lose your job. I'll give you two guesses, but you'll only need one. Megan happens to be the daughter of the late Republican Senator John McCain, but don't tell anyone because obviously she'd never want to bring that up every five minutes in lieu of having actual intellectual exchange. My father, 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 my father. But yes, let's talk identity politics. Feminist writer Barbara Smith was among the three women who coined the term identity politics, and the original intent of the phrase was articulating black women's struggle at the nexus of race, gender, and class oppressions. But just like with hairstyles, Megan, we've watched you take it, twist it, braid it, and lock it so it benefits the warped presentation of your own clumsy and ill-informed thoughts. Now, name me any group that does not bring their identity into the ballot box. When MAGA-donning Trump supporters showed up in droves, how often did we hear the term white economic anxiety? And note how white voters are always given cute little nicknames, like Joe the Plumber, or Soccer Moms, or NASCAR Dad. All of that, Megan, is identity politics. And when it came to every other voting block, we were simply identified by our race, as if these cute little colloquialisms couldn't be applicable to the rising majority of America. Now, let's address this preposterous notion that somehow being a woman of color suggests that you aren't qualified. I actually understand why you may feel this way. Perhaps you assume that a person's ethnic identity may afford them some advantage. It's called projection, when one unconsciously ascribes traits that you don't like about yourself and attribute them to someone else, like 
I don't know if my only talent was who I was related to, I may assume that everyone else had some similar unfair advantage, you know? But try being an ally instead of an adversary, because just so you know, in 2020, over 11 million Asian American Pacific Islanders were eligible voters. And those who did cast ballots played a huge role in electing President Biden. So the same way spoiled little gun-toting faux Christian narcissists get to make demands of their chosen politicians, so too do those of us who help pave the way for this administration. The latest data we could get our hands on show that Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders are barely 3% of the broadcast media workforce, yet they are the fastest growing demographic in this country and represent nearly 6% of the population. Everyone deserves to see themselves reflected in this space. And as someone who grew up yearning to see my lived experience reflected back to me, and then had to crawl, claw, and fight at every turn to take up space in broadcast media, I simply ask, how dare you? From now on, I hope you speak less and listen more and take a little time to enjoy this view. She hit the nail on the head. As she said, Megan, why not just be an ally? Why not acknowledge that the reason we have identity politics is that at the inception of this country, most people of different types of identities, whether they be women, black people of color, Asians, whatever, there were, there were barriers placed in front of them for success, for equality. That's America's reality that we are still fighting with. Even Megan, as a woman, as a woman, as identity woman, has suffered the consequences of the genesis of this country. As Tiffany says, why not be an ally? Why not fight for all of us getting what is deservedly ours? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.